The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk, and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. But first, a message from our sponsor. Hey, all you mule jumpers. Join us for the first annual Henrietta Mule and Donkey Days and Mule Jump and Trade Days on Saturday and Sunday, October 22nd through the 23rd, 2022 at Nichols Park in Henrietta, Oklahoma. A two-day family play day event that includes fun and Western show classes for mules and donkeys, starting with a parade down Main Street featuring John Payne, the one-armed bandit as the headliner of entertainment at this mega event. Prizes, added money, and $10.50 fuel cards to be given away throughout the day. For more info, call 918-290-9315 or go to their website, henriettamuledonkeyday.com. On this week's episode of Mule Talk, we have a special guest, and she is a professor at the University of California in Davis. She also does amazing research, and her name is Amy McLean. Amy, welcome to Mule Talk. Thank you. Amy, I just, um, I'm so excited to be able to talk to you because you have been doing research on this condition called neonatal isorethralysis. So, um... Tell me, give us some background about that. Um, well, actually, I haven't done any research in that area. Um, I'm just familiar with it um, from a breeding standpoint. Okay. Um, you, yeah, UC Davis has done, and assuming a little bit of research on it, um, for most of the tests are sent to confirm if, um, if mules have that, condi- or if possibly a mare is going to produce a mule that cannot um consume their colostrum, um, but in terms of research, I really, it's an area I'd be interested in doing some research on, um, because the theory is that all donkeys will contribute um, to um, to the donkey anti-factor, assuming that they have different blood types, but that likely um, is not the case. Okay, proper pronunciation. Neonatal isorethralysis, that's a tongue twister. Is that correct? Yeah, it is a, I, you know, I've always pronounced it as isorolysis. Okay. Um, you know, so I, a common, easy acronym is just N-I, most people will know what you're talking about when you say N-I. Okay, well, very good. Thank you. So, yeah, share with our listeners on that condition and what we can do to help. So, people that are interested in raising mules are a really important condition to be aware of that a lot of times breeders don't share with their owners when they're interested in breeding to their jack. Um, it's a condition called neonatal hyperolysis or NI. And the concern with this condition is the fact when the mule foal is born, if it nurses the first milk, which is called colostrum, um, it will gain immunity is the idea. And if they nurse milk or colostrum, the first milk, from a mare that is positive for NI, then the colostrum will actually attack the whole system, their immunity, and um, and easily go into stress. Um, so if we see this, we think that about 10% of the mule foals um, 
idea of research came up and it's an area I'd be interested in researching. The thought process is any mare bred to a donkey could potentially produce colostrum, first milk, that would attack the milk system. Where to humans, different blood types do not match, and that's what happens on the first side of uh, neonatal care. So the thoroughbred dam or mare and so the stallion, their blood types don't match. And there's five different blood types in horses. We do not know if there are different blood types in donkeys. And this is kind of the road I would be interested in going down um, to research. There's almost 200 breeds of donkeys. So I truly believe there's different blood types with our donkeys just like with horses. Um, which leads me to believe that possibly certain blood types of donkeys may match better with certain mare blood types. But the current theory is that any time we breed a mare to a donkey, to a jack, um, this condition could develop because her antibodies, her immunoglobulins, which will produce immunity and protect a foal from outside pathogens like bacteria, viruses, fungus, protozoa, things like that, um, would build up immunity. But because the blood type of the donkey is likely different than we have what's called a donkey antigen um, or anti-donkey antigen antibodies. So, that's one reason we like to pull blood on mares that are in full to a gap. Um, at least a month, usually two weeks is more ideal before she folds and we can screen her blood to see if they will have antibodies to fight against donkey blood. And if that's the case, then um, we need to be there. As soon as the mule foal is born, we need to muzzle the foam out to drink from its own mom, from the, from the mare. And then we need to supplement with blossom and then possibly even plasma to help build the immunity. And a big key in this whole process is that we then supplement with blossom from a mare that also is NI negative, not NI positive. So the colostrum needs to be tested as well. And um, finding colostrum and colostrum banks is challenging um, because, again, a lot of thoroughbred foals are born with, uh, or their moms have this condition so they cannot naturally nurse. So a lot of the colostrum and colostrum things will go towards those foals because there's a big demand for it. Um, there's different private clinics that you can send your mare's blood to and be tested. Um, several large clinics um, in Lexington, Kentucky area, such as Hazard, Root and Riddle, they will do NI testing. But I would say probably a majority of the tests come here at UC Davis and are tested for NI from your poll. Um, the good news is after about 48 hours, the foal's gut has um, what we believe to close. So it's no longer going to require the colostrum, the really enriched antibody milk. 
um, it will have enough immunity to survive in the world and, and be healthy. So then you can allow the foal to go back to nursing um, its mom, its mare. And we can do a blood test on the foal within 8 hours, 24 hours, and actually measure one of the five immunoglobins that's found in their bloodstream, which is immunoglobin G. This is very intriguing. Um, when did the, the veterinary field become aware of this condition? Um, that's a great question, and I'm not exactly certain. Um, and it's a tricky condition to consider because the foals will, will nurse, they look great, they're thriving, and then about six hours in after they have ingested the colostrum that's basically like ingesting poison to them, uh, then their health starts to decline. They become very lethargic. Um, they don't want to get up. And what's happening is the immunity, the immunoglobins they have ingested through the colostrum starts attacking their system. So internally, they have a war that's going on that makes them very sick. So they become an emergency neonatal, you know, intensive care unit type emergency situation where you have to get plasma in them that is safe and can fight against the um, antibodies that are attacking their system. I don't know how early this we became aware of this. Um, since it is more prevalent in thoroughbreds, it's also seen um, often in Arabians. I'm assuming it was probably noticed in the horses before it was the mules. Um, the estimate is about 10% in mules. I feel like you hear more about it today, and part of that we can contribute to social media and people sharing information and knowledge, sometimes not the right knowledge, but at least sharing their experiences. So I feel like mule breeders are more aware, and I think too we have more people, um, especially here in the U.S., breeding from mules and then also using artificial insemination so we see larger number of mule folds from certain lines of donkeys um, and and some of those lines of donkeys have also seen higher incidence of NI um, coming from those different lines so that leads me back to thinking there's got to be different blood types in donkeys and maybe it's truly just like the horses, a mismatch of blood types, and not that the mare's going to create the antibodies because it's donkey blood. <laughs> so, um, and just thinking out loud as well, if for some reason you do not test your mare for NI, or say you test your mare at the beginning of the month and then she goes on another month or month and a half before she pulls. You can also do a stall side test where you take a blood sample from the mare and then you take a sample of colostrum 
It's called a jaundice test. And you can mix the two and look at how they mix. And if they don't mix well, then that's generally an indication the fold cannot nurse. But that is something you would only do if you're not proactive in testing. And, and again, sometimes you have to test more than once just because we never know when our mirror is going to fold. You know, we, we have a breeding day, we have an estimated time of folding, but it doesn't always follow what we think she should do. So, and the, and the mayor will control when she, you know, releases the fold, and we don't need to intervene in that unless it is an emergency situation. Um, so sometimes that will lead to us having to test more than one. As we are learning, uh, the more testing that we can do and documentation will will help us to determine how to isolate this and then learn from it. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly right. You are just amazing. I mean, your background is, is very impressive, and I want to thank you for coming on to Mule Talk and sharing all that with us. You're, you're more than welcome, Cindy. And like I said, it's an area I've just dabbled in from a, a breeding standpoint. Um, being a, a breeder, coming from a family who's got a deal with donkeys, and it's just, you know, it's, I think it's so disappointing for a mare owner to be so excited and, and wait 11, 11 and a half months, and then there's your foal, and then things go terribly wrong. And this is something that can so easily be pre prevented with just a blood test. Um, so I just, you know, I really try to share. Um, you know, the information as much as I can so to, you know, prevent that disappointment and a mule foal going through that pain and suffering that can easily be prevented. You are located in in the uh, in Davis, California at the University of California. Um, so if someone were to want to get in touch with you or do you have any contact information that you would like to share with us? Yes, um, I, I get a lot of mule and donkey questions, um, ranging from all over the board, from nutrition to behavior, um, so, so lots of different questions come my way, and I'm always happy to try to answer those if I can, or, um, or point, you know, that person in the right direction. I have a lot of great colleagues from around the world that um, may not be an area I know a lot in, but I definitely try to connect people with those resources. So if you are interested in, in reaching me, um, I'm at UC Davis. Um, my email is a, usually a good way to get in touch with me. I am getting ready to go to Bishop Mule Days um, this weekend, so I will not be checking email for a week. But ACMcLean, M-C-L-E-A-N, at ucdavis.edu. So that's a good way to get in touch with me. Um, I also get a lot of questions, private questions, um, through Messenger on Facebook, um, on Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, have a Twitter account, but I'm not super active on that. Um, but any of the social media routes or through my email here at UC Davis um, are all routes to, to get in touch with me. And like I said, I, I've consulted with lots of veterinarians and owners, and if I don't have the information, I'm happy to try to connect you with those that have it or what resources that we can find. Well, that's that's all good. 
So are you taking your mule with you to Bishop? Oh, yes. He is going back for his second time. Um, yeah, we're excited. He's in the Green Division for his last year. And um, his name is Greystone Silhouette. But I, his bar name is Big Star Stars. And I'm really excited to, to have the opportunity to show him this year. He's, just, he's one of those animals that's just really special. Um, just created a great bond with him. And I'm, I'm really excited for the future and, and the rides there. So, um, yeah, we, we leave on Saturday and start showing next Monday. Oh, well, congratulations. So I can't wait to see your pictures and all of your posts about that. And um, I want to wish you luck. Amy, thanks again for coming on, okay? And we'll talk soon. Okay, thank you so much, Cindy. Thanks for providing a great source from your owners. Thank you. All right, we'll talk soon. Goodbye. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email. Cindy, C-I-N-D-Y, at everycowgirlsdream.com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. Meal Talk is an Every Cowgirl's Dream production.